For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're back. It's the Horns Up Talking Texas podcast. Joshua Fisher, Alexander, Toss Me the Rock, Disciples, DJ, Nikki Snacks, Crider, and the Quan Cosby. It's OU weekend, baby, so get your horns Ooh. up because here we go. Horns up, talking Texas podcast. What a turn of events. Well, we gave we gave Hudson his flowers last week. It's the best time we saw him, but now the mode's back. Three's in the saddle. We have our QB. Now, OU has QB questions. We don't know who they're rolling out, whether it's the backup, Dylan Gabriel. We hope he's okay, but he had an injury sustained last week when they got demolished by TCU. Speaking of demolished, Quan. VY posted something on his Instagram. It was like, you know, just like a highlight of him throwing a football against OU. And I commented, I'm like, goat, horn emoji. But now we need a video clip of Quan Cosby 6 decking <laughs> the homes into the awesome. next millennium. Uh, we haven't seen that yet. Hoping to see that video clip tomorrow. He's okay, a little guys. nervous. I'm, I'm golfing with him in the morning. So he, it, as much as we Lindy? love each other, we will love each other after the golf tournament. But there's a lot of money on the line. It's two groups. It's like eight of us, and it's going down. So we're well, golfing with Lindy Holmes tomorrow. No, no, no. Heck, no. He's, he's <laughs> I was like, scared. what? He's no, scared, no, no. With Vince, with Vince. This is an all Longhorn golf party tomorrow. Okay, so we'll, I was about we'll to say, that. but it's gonna be yeah. fun. But dude, uh, before you, before that, I gotta tell the story. So clearly, we're on Horns Up podcast. I'm wearing purple. First time y'all haven't seen me in Longhorn gear doing it. You know what though? The, the OU, and I know you know this, they've lost the two purple teams this Thank season. Thank you. You know it. it. That's, what, that's why I'm doing it. Wow. I, was, I was sitting there and I was like, damn, they've gotten their bus kicked twice by two purple teams. Now, I do actually like purple outside of burnt orange because my old high school was purple. So I found the one purple shirt in my freaking closet. Some good juju coming to Dallas. We just landed in Dallas so that um, if I see any Sooners and they see that purple, they're going to get a little nervous. So there you yeah, go. love that. I wish I actually could tell that your shirt was purple, but I have no idea. <laughs> it's blue and purple. I'm drinking Toss is colorblind. Oh, gotcha. Well, it's, it looks it's like purple. a nice, it looks like a nice shirt though. Quan. <laughs> he yeah, sees nice patterns that I can tell. <laughs> uh, all right, let's, let's get through it guys. Cause you know, we touched on the team last week. We know nine what OU's going to not an half point favorite. We know what OU's well, look, we know what OU's got. They got Mims. He did a number on us last year. They have Eric Gray played well against us last year. You know, despite whatever they have under center, this game almost is in a vacuum of itself, separate of the season. 
we know what it means for us. We saw what it meant for their fans last year. They stayed in it the entire game. And sadly, as they came back and eventually beat us last year, that side of the bowl was absolutely booming, deafening, rocking. This is their Super Bowl. They know it's pretty much written in stone that they can't get the Big 12. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, but they have two bad losses now. And now we have, yeah, the lost in Lubbock, but our season's still intact. Our goal of winning the Big 12 is still intact. And this game means, by all intents and purposes, a bit more for us. What are you guys looking to see? We have Quinn back. Are you looking to see him come out guns blazing, ease him in? Obviously, I assume that's not the case. But what are some of your points that you guys want to see uh, when the offense will start? Uh, getting Bijan going, X-Man going. Who are some key players? Nick, we'll go with you first, man. Yeah, I mean, we ride at home every single every single game. Bijan, get him more carries. Let's get him over 100 yards. Get him over 150, you know, tote, tote the rock. Two touchdowns at least. That's what I want to see out of him. And of course, getting Quinn op- or getting Quinn going early on, you know, getting those deep balls rolling against uh the DBs there, getting X-Man some deep balls, getting Whittington, getting Jesse Kane in the mix, and just pressure. Pressure their quarterback, whoever it may be, make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. We want to close wanna... on that. And by the way, I love him coming back now because he's home. The mullet is back in the Dallas area. And you forgot we were on the offensive side. Sanders, you know, that's yep. not too bad. Denton is not too far either. So all these cats coming back home, that's one of the things we love about this game. And um, to your point, one, the team that usually has the least run uh, turnovers and, and more rushing yards usually win this game, which is crazy mm. as it is because we caught a lot of touchdowns. We, we've done all that, st- <clears throat> all that stuff. But, <clears throat> excuse me, the team that runs the ball well are the ones that usually tear it up here. So I'm right there with you. Get Bijan going. Get the speed sweep with Keelan. Roshan loves his game as a leader. He's going to ball out like he always does. So I'm fired up about the optimism that I don't know that I've had in a long time. To your point, throw any record, throw any ranking, throw all that out. That's what this game is. However, I think we're on the – we're just so close from a breakthrough, and I think they're so close from a meltdown. And and, and if we – Start fast and take care of business. I think it's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Toss. I just want to see two halves of complete football. That's what I want to see. I want to see two halves, <laughs> two halves. That's, that's, that's the mantra. Touché, touché. You know, no, T, no, but I, I think I, that's all you, I feel like that you, I feel like he, that's kind of been your mantra for like, with as a year plus that we've been doing this show. You just want to, he just simply wants to see two has a good football. He's not, a, he's not yeah. a hard man to please. That's such a John Madden take too. It's just <laughs> such a like, yeah, let's, let's get two halves of good football in there. No, I, I do. Uh, I like the South Lake Carroll thing. Quinn coming home. Yeah. Called the house of the Longhorns. Dallas can be the house of the Longhorns. The house of the dragon. Got that HBO show going right now. The house <laughs> of the dragon. Mm. Quinn kind of reminds me of a Targaryen. He's, he's kind of royalty. So yeah, that's to, a stretch. He looks homeless. He needs to live <laughs> up to that. No, but we, when we were watching that last game, Quan, we were all talking about it. We were like, he's doing this on purpose. He just like, he wants to look disheveled. He wants the mullet with the grimy beard. Like he wants it all to come the fringe, like just like bowl cut in the front. Like it's, it's all brilliant marketing. <laughs> yeah. 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 All- I mean, he, he the guy looks like he drives a pickup and rips eggs. 
And that's that. I mean, honestly, yeah. And now, yeah, like really, what does he actually drive? I mean, he the marketing 101. He looked ridiculous on the sideline. But I think you brought up Sanders Q, and that's a guy that we were pining for. And we got a little bit of a taste when Quinn was in the lineup in week one against ULM. Then a couple weeks quiet. And then last week he had a great game. We were getting him the ball, but we need to get him the ball downfield. Um, any other X factor players? I know we give shout outs to Keelan. Um, but last year I remember, you know, the big play was worthy. I want to see some of that quick screen to worthy, let him do his thing. And he cut that thing up for 75. That was awesome to see. I want to, I, I want to jump out on them early, jump down their throats early. And then I want to see what the defense can do. How does about the defense say, that's respond? What, I'm thinking defense, man, because what, they balled out in the, in, the, in the first half because their offense was insane. We got the pump block with so much happened so fast. Mm-hmm. But when Caleb Williams came in, that was one of the worst defensive halves I think I've seen in a long. I mean, it was so bad. awful. And so the missed tackles, the missed, you know, assignments. I mean, those holes were so gaping open. Mm-hmm. And, and then they just got mossed. I mean, what Mims did was it was 50-50 balls that, Defense lost every single one of them. And so we've seen the improvement. They're flying around the ball. So I'm right there with you. And to Todd's point, offense, they are what they are. We're still one of the best offenses in the country, in my opinion. But if we see a complete game from a defensive standpoint, which is what we've seen a little bit better other than Tech, I really like our chances because OU's offense is fine, but they're, they're, they're not what they were when Lincoln Riley was there. That's for sure. No, no. I agree. No. I really, um, yeah, go ahead, Nick. No, I was just going to say, I agree. I mean, if you look at every game besides that tech game that you just mentioned, they've really put it together all four quarters. I mean, that Bama game, they, the defense Third. played the entire game, yeah. which was, I was just like, wow, they are just flying like crazy all game. And minus the one missed tackle on Bryce Young. I mean, that was pretty much the deciding factor, but they put as good as you could have asked for the most part. And if they can just do that against OU, that this is going to be a dominant win. Well, and look what Bama's doing since before and since. Bama's still averaging, other than our game, forty-five points a game. I mean, they are mauling folks. They 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 jump back to number one. They crushed Arkansas. Yeah, uh, they blew without Ar- Bryce Young. And, and without Bryce, yeah, without Bryce Young. I mean, toss text in our group text about Mil about Milrow, him going off, and and again, that imagine. Thank God, I mean, this your running quarterback, or Bryce Young tra- ran a little bit. But, you know, we, by and large, like Gibbs did a good number on us in the receiving game. He's such a talented back. But he ran for 200 yards against Arkansas, a team that demolished us last year. Two of them, two of the rushes were both 70 yards. Yeah, but like, look, like, look, we gave up one big play like that in the first half against Bama. But that's back-to-back plays that a, a good, talented, or we thought a talented Arkansas team gave up. I mean, as long as we don't give up those big plays that we can sometimes be susceptible to, as the only downer of the West Virginia game outside of us keeping Bijan in just to get to 100 yards, which I don't know how you feel about that. Quan, I would love to hear your take, as you know, obviously from, from a player's perspective on that. We didn't necessarily love it, um, but we still were a little susceptible to giving up the fourth down. Get off the field yeah. get off the field yeah, close out like fourth and 12 or something or something like fourth it was, and 10, something long and i know the game was one but any still though anything could happen in college football anything could happen in a fourth quarter 
JT Daniels is not a bad quarterback. He's a solid college QB, you know, and you don't want to give them an inch because they'll, because teams in the big 12, especially the way it is this year, will take like, look, did you guys ever think TCU in Kansas would be playing a ranked game in October? Both undefeated. Both undefeated. College game day. Insane. That's insane, right? It's crazy. So, I mean, anything could really happen this year in the Big 12. And I just don't want to see us give up the fourth because they're going to be playing, like you said, the record, the records are, are wiped. The rankings are wiped. This is a, this is a 1-0 type game. You know, they, I mean, they it. might, they might, if they get the opening kickoff and we think we've got a three and out on their, their own 30, they're going to, they might go for it on fourth down. Like they're at that point. They're at the precipice, Quan, like you talked about, yeah. where the meltdown is, is imminent if we can really route them and, and win this game handily. I mean, to me, the, the focus and, and kind of like our impact player needs to be Roshan. As much as Bijan needs to have a, a great game, Roshan's a senior. This is the last lick that he gets at OU. And we can't give them a playoff if Bijan isn't getting a carry or getting a, a you know a reception. Like giving Roshan that ball and, and him getting four to five yards per carry and really putting pressure on that defense and exhausting them, I think is is ultimately going to be really important in this game. Yeah, he had, a, uh, he had a tough go against West Virginia. Sorry, Q. Yeah, no, no, and, and, and you're exactly right. But it, I'm going to start with the Bijan piece of it. You know, we're in a position now, and we think about Heisman. We want him to get all that. You know what really helps the Heisman is winning, you know, really. And and he he's getting the touches. Now we want him to get more, for sure, and, and all of that, um, because we love him, and, and we want him to be in New York for, for a lot of reasons. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but I'll take a Big 12 championship over him getting that. You know, I'm just going to be honest. And I, that's me as a fan. That's nothing against him. But I just want to win, you know, and, and, and get other people looks and, and take care of it. And I want him healthy, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so if we're being realistic, him getting over 100, he's in a tough spot for getting to New York. Let's be real honest about that. Yeah. You know, when the loss to Tech um, – he had, I think, what, 40 yards versus Bama. Mm-hmm. At this point, when we started the season, he was in the mix. If he's going to work himself back into that, he can have a 250, he can have a 250, he can have all these different games, but that'll work itself out. Keep him healthy in case he want to stay or leave and then win the dang game. So I'm with you, Toss. You know what? If Roshan's having a crazier game, put him in there. Put Bijan out. Put them both in the backfield. Motion Bijan, who's a phenomenal receiver as well. And there's yeah. so many different things you can do with, with, with both of them. And, and that's a luxury that we have. And then, again, to your point about them being so close, they have Brent Venables. He's been in this game before. So he, dude, his fans are killing him right now. Is he the guy? <laughs> the dude has only coached four or five games. And they're killing him right now. So they can be on their own 15, and he doesn't care. He doesn't. He's like we. This he knows they have a. Even though they have a first year coach, he's coached in this game fifteen times, and so he knows what it means for this tough year. Hey, you know what? We didn't win the Big Twelve in our first year, but we went to Dallas and we beat Texas. And it's weird to say knowing how many Big Twelves they have, but and they've won some of those Big Twelves with losing to us. Mm. But it does mean something right now because the times are different. And last but not least, they know everybody's looking at this SEC perspective. 
We've all said it. We don't know what the hell Oklahoma think they're going to gain by going to the SEC. They've been winning right. the Big 12 like crazy. So it's a lot of things and reasons. They're going to play us very similar to what Tech did and McGuire did and just say, we, we, we have nothing to lose at this point. We're going to do everything possible to try to find out to luck out a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to – I would love – I would love to keep Eric Gray under 100 yards. He's a talented back. If we could keep him under 100 yards, I feel confident about our chances of really winning this thing. We're t- I mean, I know we're talking about dominating, but we, from a realistic lens, like we lost the game last year and we lost in, an, in, a, in a quite honestly pitiful fashion. Like that, that thing was ours. Nick and I were two seconds away from heading to the fair, which Nick still made me go to. Understandably, he had never been. I was about to eat a corn dog, and y'all remember I was a vegetarian this time last year. So that's where my mindset was at. You know what I'm saying? We were ready to go. That was the direction we were ready to go. I'm with everybody. I'm with I'm with us dominating this game, especially if they roll out that backup QB who I was not impressed with at all against TCU. I would love to see Baron Sorrell get get really involved. We hear his name often leading the team sex i love him he's one of my he's probably my favorite i mean over sean obviously guests the podcast great kid he came in there last game and, and really showed his colors but i would really and you we always give uh, jameson some credit but him ryan watts outside of the bryce young miss sack which to look at it positively he timed he teed that up perfectly he yeah. really he, he he just didn't close He's been excellent. You hear his say, name. He's been making some plays. He hits. He breaks up passes. Him, Sorrell. I want to hear those guys' name a lot. You know, I want to see them. I mean, we'll be in the stands. Right. Um, there's, you know, I won't even be able, be able to hear the people next to me. But I want to be able to hear, you know, in the broadcast when we watch it back, those guys getting called out. I want to see them on the field making big plays, you know, 88 and 6. And I want to see our, I, I want to see our section booming. Start to finish. It's important. I, this is this is obviously a game because the crowd has such an impact where turnovers and special teams are incredibly important. I don't want to limit anything we do on the offensive side. So I want to ha- I want to give Quinn his free reign to to dial up everything to throw the the deep ball, and with that may come an interception, right? But I think on the special team side of things, we have to minimize all mistakes, like. You can't have. I'm just thinking about that Ravens, or uh, not the Ravens, the the Bills Dolphins game that happened yeah. two the weeks ago. Pun. Yeah, the the butt pun, and even the <laughs> the Bills had like a, I think an interception on their own ten or something like that, and the Dolphins fumble. went and turned around and, sc- and scored. Yeah, fumble. The Dolphins went around and scored really quickly. Like those kind, you have you just have to minimize all of those kind of mistakes. Again. Yeah, they gave, yeah, and, and, and just away. we can't like no no drop punts, no muff punts, no trying to get five extra yards on, on a kickoff when you don't have it right. Like yeah. on a kickoff return, it's just, it's minimized mistakes Play because smart. it's funny. Go, it's, it's funny you say that toss. Cause it, <laughs> I think for the first time in a very long time, we have the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and by the way, guys, we've had conversations about us having the pressure crippling or adrenaline. Right. Is it this game? And I don't know how the hell it can't be adrenaline in this game, but is it going to be adrenaline and then, oh, crap, we know what happened last time, and then then turn into this death crippling thing again? So you're right on, especially trying to do too much. That's how you start making mistakes. 
but picking your spots though, because knowing when to risk it too. Right. Right. And I just, I bring up the special teams because it's like, that's one thing that if you, if you muff a punt and now they have the ball in plus territory and they only have 20 yards to go, that's when their crowd gets really loud. Right. And And our crowd gets really quiet on their side of the field. That was one of the things in the second half, they lived on the sooner side. They were going crazy every time we made our mistakes. We had fumbles. We dealt that like they were absolutely living on that side of the field. Mm-hmm. So that's a great point, man. I was feeling, you know, pretty optimistic. Now I'm getting nervous again. No, <laughs> I think I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I, I have never been so confident in a Texas OU game. Wow. I really feel this way. I feel like Oklahoma is in turmoil right now. They, you mentioned Quan that their fans are given Venables. Hell is he the right guy? Is he the right guy? Sure, Venables is going to be there for a while, but those players are feeling that you know animosity as well, and they they definitely have some issues going on in that locker room. Clearly, they don't know who their leaders are. So, I'm fully confident with a with a healthy mullet, with Bijan, with Roshan, with all of our receivers, with our defense playing well, that this is going to go really well for the Horns. We're a nine and a half point favorite. I mean, yes, you could say that. You know, oh, you being an underdog feels their fire a little bit, but I think we take that and we use that to our own advantage and say, you know what, we deserve to be a favorite. We deserve to kick these Sooners' ass because too many times have we been the unranked team that has to go in there and be the underdog. Mm -hmm. Look, this is the first time that both these teams are unranked since 1998 in a meeting together. So someone's going to prevail, and I think it's going to be the horns by a lot. I, I'm hope I think the minimizing mistakes. I will say we talk about you know kind of that closers mentality of if you make a mistake, kind of you know clean slate, right? Like the whatever that guy in the, like a uh, fifty first dates type thing, right? And ten seconds, Tom. Tom. Thank you. Uh, I know you guys have <laughs> me. Our kicker Auburn, he missed that chip shot in the Bama yeah. game. Short never looked memory. back. Never looked back. He's been automatic. He's the one. Then. He's been automatic. You know what I'm saying? So having like he's he's got that mentality, which is in the special teams realm. And yeah, just like the the easy mistakes and understanding you are the favorite for a reason and understanding that you do have more talent on the offensive side of the football and probably the defensive side of the football, too. So not trying to do too much. Like I would I would if we're going to play Quinn, let's play Quinn. Like if he's suiting up, there should be no limitations. I'm expecting right. it should not be a dummy, dummy, you know, decoy QB. This is not that game. And I don't think Sark's going to play it that way. And quite frankly, of all the games Sark is, yeah, that he, you know, coaching against the old Bama team, like of all the games that he's played, this is, in my opinion, the most pressure he has because this is the tide turning of meltdown for OU and come up for Texas. You win this game, you're two. I was just gonna say the great thing is, is that Sark has been he's been hunted and he's been on the hunt, right? He's been in both scenarios, as we've talked about in multiple episodes. And like he I I trust him to be telling our guys that like when we go out on Saturday, we're hunting them. We are we are going after them and we are we are shutting the door on any kind of glint of some sort of positive outlook they could have on this season. Like get after it and and shut these guys down. You know, because he's seen it right when he was at USC and everything was crumbling. Like he knew what it was like to to play against an opposing team and have them saying, "If we win this game, it we're the Washington Huskies, and if we win this game, he's fired, he's out the door, their season's done." But he's also been with the Alabama squads where 
basically every single game for them is like we knock LSU on on their on their asses and they get their second loss. See ya. It's our SEC championship. It's our title. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Score predictions from everyone. Let's hear it. Okay. Score predictions. Right now, we are in just Big 12 conference play. We're the number two scoring team behind K-State, who's running wild. Yeah. And we have a top-tier defense or a mid-pack defense. Sorry. Top right. tier is a little overzealous. The mid-pack over-under defense. for this game is 65 and a half on betonline.ag. So. Nice. Shout out to them. I'm honestly... I'm going to go under. Mm. I'm going. I'm, yeah, I think I have faith in the defense. I think we stymie them on defense. I'm going I'm going 35-17. I think we cover handily, and I think we go under in this game. Okay. Toss? Yeah, we're going to cover. We're going to cover. What's going to be? Um, 42. 24. We're okay. doing a big boys. I'll go. Big I'll boys. go. I'll go. Forty-five to twenty. Q. Damn, this is this is wild because we're all in the. I mean, y'all both have y'all have said some of the scores I was gonna say, which is I you think can say the same cert- score. I, I'm gonna tell you, dude. I, I'm. A, uh, we start fast. I think it's gonna get ugly, and 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 I, and I do think we're, we're we're gonna cover as well. I, I'm gonna go forty-nine. The problem is we have those lulls. So I'm gonna go 49-24. Okay. Wow, there's 49. I can't imagine many lulls in this, in this game. I do well, I'm talking on the defensive side. It. Yeah, I, they're gonna I honest... score. They're gonna have those times where they or they're gonna score late and not gonna give up. It's gonna be you know coaching them up. Let's go, guys. Don't quit. But I think we're about to go butt ass wild on offense it is i I do think that i I always get nervous because this game is but but you know what i start thinking about is two things one we went three and one versus them and i remember having this level confidence going in clearly oh five was next level we're like we're about to beat the crap out of these fools and then honestly what's crazy is they were number one and we're number five going into my senior year 45 35 and i said they can't stop us. Right. And Chip, we all felt that way. And we ended up going 45 on them. Now they had freaking eight first rounders on that team too. So they showed up and did their thing. But I have that level of confidence that we're, we're going to, if we don't hit 50, I think we're going to get pretty damn close. So I'm going to go 39, 24. The last okay. thing, last thing, oh, he's 49, 24 or, thir- or 49? 49, 49, 49, 49, 24. Last thing I will say. Yeah, I think that OU believes their season is over. Two I agree. Com- two conference losses. I think Texas still thinks they got a chance. They we, think the- we do. We, we, we do. Can win exactly. The big- we can be in the dance on we the end. We can win the Big 12, and we can presumably be a two-loss team in the playoff. I think that's a possibility if we run yeah, the table. Maybe I left some of that Kool-Aid but- in the office in Los <laughs> Angeles. <laughs> All I'm saying hey, is no, no, lost no. to Bama. Listen. But, but oh, let's season's just over. win this one big. We don't worry about the rest of that. No, shit. no, no, no. I know, I know, I know. I know. I'm just <laughs> saying. Oh, you thinks their season is over. Oh, 100. We, we do not, well, and not just think their season is over. If Brent Venables has changed, it's been a lot of years since I got recruited by him or since I played against him. Then cool. But if he hasn't, and he's a hothead, and I don't mean hothead like not necessarily negatively, but it certainly can come off that way. If he's a hot head coach, he was when he was at Oklahoma and what it sometimes looked like at Clemson. 
that's why you're seeing the beatdown you're seeing on that level. Yeah. You saw the transfers already, but I'm telling you, man, they look like some guys that didn't really want to play for this suit. And if he's ugly, talking to him like the guy I knew before, because I didn't tell this story. I'm glad we took a little bit longer. When I chose Texas the second time, I pulled over in Waco because Brent Venables cussed me up and down like I've never been cussed in my life. What? I thought, I mean, things he said was, I thought you were smarter. You're still just as ignorant. I can't, he lost it in a recruiting battle like that. So how can you imagine him as the head coach of the Sooners? That's so unprofessional. Oh, no, it, it, I will say this. Coach Venables, we're cool. Finally, when we kicked our butt his senior year, I mean, my senior year, he came up. He said, clearly, you made the right choice. He slapped me on the butt and said, great job kicking our ass. So wow. he said that on the field afterwards because he had four years of guilt. And he I, I can't even say half the stuff he said to me on the phone. Damn, he really wanted you. And so it was very wild, man. But um, so I go back to, to to reiterate, if he's that guy that couldn't handle losing a recruit, that that's why I say they may be on the brink of absolute yeah. wills. Losing that locker room. Everything. And, yeah. and, and, I, and this is the problem. The reason I don't think they, I think they may have gotten close, if not already lost the locker room, because they had so many transfers. I saw, you know, a guest of ours, Roy Williams, tweeting fans defending Venables that tells me a lot yeah so is yeah. Roy Williams doing it it's not the players it's not the other people Roy loves coach Venables he played for him but it's I'm with yeah. you I think it's some things that's very close that's about to hey it's if a city's you know near collapse an army can take it but a dragon can burn it down Quinn Ewers, baby. <laughs> I'm oh not even going to say my next point on that, though. I think we just have to end there. Yeah, there. Uh, was, let's go get a win. As soon let's go as get a win. That was win, awesome. Baby. That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> QLC out there in the field. Nick Toss, Joshua Fisher, Quan Cosby. Horns up. Welcome, let's do it, boys. Oh, you sucks. <laughs>
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.